Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Shine at Work podcast. I'm your host, Karen Weeks. As a career transition coach and a culture leader, my goal is to help career-oriented humans get unstuck so they can shine brighter in business and in life. I believe that you deserve a career that lights you up because spoiler alert, it impacts how bright you shine in your whole life. This season, we are laser focused on helping you navigate your career and find a job internally or externally or do a full career change. Because guess what? It's not too late. You can still set yourself up for a great 2023 starting now. Because I know what it feels like when your light is dim and your inner role that doesn't light you up anymore. I made a career change from theater to HR, and now I've added coaching to the mix. I know what it's like to try to think about how to raise my hand for a new role at my company, but not sure how to start those conversations. At times in my life, I had to take a look inside to see what was most important to me, what made me shine bright, and how to make adjustments along the way, and how my career even fit into that. It's all possible. I did it, my previous guests have done it, and I help others do it too. And I'm so thrilled to welcome my co-coach, my friend, recruiting partner, Dan Carr, to be the co-host throughout the season. You walk away from each episode not just inspired, but with some actionable advice and steps you can take to land a new job and make the most out of your career. And I hope that you find it so valuable that you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and tell your friends, because we all deserve to shine bright in our lives and at work. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to season five. I can't even believe that we are here. When I started this podcast back at the beginning of the pandemic, I really just wanted to share a bunch of stories to let people know that you weren't alone, that other people had made career changes, that if you're feeling stuck in your career or struggling to find a new job, you had people who were rallying around you that were supporting you, that you were getting advice on how to do it, and that other people were doing it too. And I was trying to create this community, especially in a time where we were all so separate. And now this has grown into season five, where we've had so many guests share their stories, hopefully share some advice. We've had some episodes that are just about career changers and, and sharing their own career journeys. We've had people come on to share their journeys and give some very specific advice based on their areas of expertise. And this season, we are going to try a couple of new things, which I'll talk about here in a second. But first, if this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Karen Weeks. I am an HR leader and a career coach. I have gone through my own career journey. So way back in the day, I used to be in theater and I was a stage manager. And then I worked in Hollywood for a while. And I was realizing that that lifestyle just wasn't right for me. So I took a step back and tried to figure out what I was going to do. And that was really hard for me because theater was my life. I had posters on my wall. I listened to soundtracks in the car. Like that was just who I was. So when I had to think about something different, it really took a lot of self-reflection. Luckily, I had lots of people in my life that I could turn to who had quote unquote normal jobs. And I found my way into human resources and I absolutely loved it. And throughout my time in HR, I had lots of different experiences. Sometimes I was a specialist. Sometimes I was a journalist. Sometimes I would try something like compensation and hate it and realize it was not right for me at all. And other times I would find something like training and career development, and I absolutely loved it. 
So even though I've stayed in HR all these years, that has looked a very different at different times, different companies, different industries, different sizes. So even if you're at a point in your career, you're like, well, I kind of like what I do, but I just need to do something different with it. This can help you as well. I've also navigated my career within companies. So I've had internal opportunities to try different roles, to get promoted to different levels. And so we'll talk about that as well. So even if you're not looking to leave your current company, you're just trying to think about your career development internally, we'll help you think about that too. And then over the last few years, as I've continued my HR career, I've also added on the coaching as well, because I realized I could help so many more people outside of the companies I work with on a day-to-day basis. And that led to this podcast and it led to all the things. And so that's why we're here. So as we start with season five, we're going to really focus on making that job change. But like I said, that can happen internally as well. So don't worry, we got you covered no matter where you are in your journey. And I'm thrilled to share that my very good friend, co-coach within my coaching business and previous guest, Dan Carr, is going to be showing up for a lot of the episodes for this season as well. And he's really going to be my de facto co-host this season. So stay tuned. Uh, We're going to get a lot more insight and a lot more advice from Dan as well. So if you're listening live, it's mid-October. I can't believe we are here especially after a really distracting summer for me personally, I just cannot believe it is October. And I won't lie, it's really busy. There's a lot going on. A lot of companies are hiring, trying to fill roles before the holidays. And a lot of people are coming back from the summer refreshed, but also refocused and sort of picking up their heads and thinking about what do I want to do? What changes do I want to make so I can really start off the new year strong? And like I said, companies are hiring. They have budgets they need to spend before the end of the year. And just like you get distracted around the holidays, so do they, and so do all their interviewers. So so come mid-November, Thanksgiving time, it will start to slow down. So they're really doing a hiring push now. So if you're still trying to figure out what you want to do, what where you are in your job search, what's going right, what's not going well, what you haven't even started to think about yet, maybe you're like, oh shoot, it's October. Like I was going to look for a new job this year. What do I do? It's okay. We're going to use this episode to talk about how you can still hit your goals this year or hit your goals and be ready for 2023 and how you can use these months to really identify what you want in your next step that sets you up perfectly to start your job search in January where hiring picks up or really lean in and accelerate your job search today. So more about those timelines shortly, but we got you covered wherever you are in your career journey and in your job search. A couple of questions I tend to get as I've been talking to more people this time of year that I want to share two things that come up the most and my answers and thoughts on it. Okay. So one question I get is as we get closer to the end of the year, people who are bonus eligible are trying to decide if I stay to the end of the year or later, I might lose that bonus. And first of all, kudos for you for even thinking about that. I can't tell you the number of candidates that I have talked to over the years where we are negotiating an offer and they're like, oh, I forgot about a bonus. If I leave, I don't get it. Or I knew about the bonus, but I didn't know that if I left, I won't get it. So for those of you who didn't think about it, please start thinking about it. And for those of you who did, gold star for you. So a couple of things to think about. One, some companies might actually give you a sign-on bonus to help make you whole or at least partially whole if you leave before the end of the year. Companies aren't dumb. They know that you're walking away from money if you join their team. 
but they also know that you're walking away for a reason. And so they want to help remove any detractors or anything, any hesitations that may keep you from actually signing on the dotted line. So potentially they can help you out. So you might want to ask about that. Others might not be able to, and that's fine, but maybe there's other things that you can do within the negotiation to help you walk away from that bonus. Maybe there's more of salary. Maybe there's a merit increase that you can learn more about. Maybe it's more PTO. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. So think about other things that are important to you and how you might be able to fill the gap uh, other ways. And by the way, maybe it's also worth waiting for. I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. If your bonus is a big part of your compensation, you don't want to walk away from 20K or whatever. Of course not. So don't hurt your financial health just to change jobs unless you're in a really toxic situation. And then in my humble opinion, nothing is worth staying in that because your mental health, your energy, your emotional health will be a lot worse. And is that worth that money? Again, maybe it is zero judgment either way. These are just things you need to think about. So as I mentioned, it might be worth waiting for the money and I get it. And if a company can't help you feel whole, it might not make sense to make the move before the end of the year or before you even get the bonus. Because by the way, just because you were here for the whole year, you have to be there for the actual payout. That's an important thing to know. Because when you're thinking about your bonus, when I'm working with folks with quarterly bonuses or commissions or things like that, there's always a carrot waiting for you. There's always the next thing, or there's always a big project to complete. And so if you're always sort of waiting for something to get done, next thing you know, it's six months later and you're still there. So like I said, I totally respect if it's worth waiting, but maybe it's worth at least starting your search, getting out there, meet people, submit some applications and see where it takes you. If nothing else, you're getting practice for when you can make the move Or maybe it's just helping you build the network and maybe there's an opportunity that will come up that will make it worth walking away. So the whole point of that is I recognize that sometimes this time of year, you're thinking about other things because it's quote unquote towards the end of the year and you may have some sticking things at your company. So just something worth considering and different things to talk about. The other biggest question I'm getting right now is what about the recession? Are companies hiring? Is it too risky? What's the market going to do? So first, yes, companies are hiring. I work at a company that's hiring. I know plenty of friends that are hiring. I have clients that are getting jobs. So companies are hiring. And honestly, some of those companies were the smartest the last couple of years and didn't get ahead of themselves. They had more stability in general. Maybe they have a stronger uh, go-to-market presence, or they've just been around longer, or they are in an industry that hasn't been hit as much as some of the vol- as others in this volatility. So there are plenty of companies that are hiring. The trick is to research the company and figure out, have they made other recent hires? Are there any stories about layoffs? Are there articles about their industry that might give you a sense of the health of the industry as a whole? Because to be honest, the last couple of years have taught us that nothing is predictable. And as much as a company wants to do the right thing and not do layoffs and wants to keep hiring, you just don't know. And so look at the history of the company, see if you can find any information out there about recent hires or other things going on in their industry, and then talk to them, like at least take the conversation and see what you can find out because hopefully they're not posting jobs if they're not real, right? Like if a job's out there, hopefully that means they're at least considering candidates and starting to have conversations. So start the conversation, apply to jobs that you see, and then let the process work. And a lot of companies are hiring. 
And so they've got budgets they need to spend by the end of the year. So take the chance, have the conversation. You'll learn a lot during the process. I think sometimes people either overthink or self-select themselves out of possibilities because of the what ifs they don't know the answers to. So start the conversations and find out some of those answers. So that's really easy to say, but where do you actually start? So my first question is, if you are considering a job change, where are you today in the sense of where are you in your job search? Have you started it? Are you in it and you're just not having any luck? Are you hitting certain walls like you submit applications but don't hear back? You have interviews that don't go anywhere. You don't even know where to apply or what you want to do. You don't know how to build relationships. So let's just kind of start from the beginning. No matter where you are in your search, these questions might be really helpful because it might help you identify what's not going right. So first of all, why are you even looking? What do you want to change by making a move? Or what is it that you can't get out of your current role? And by the way, asterisks, do you know you can't get that in your company, maybe in another role or another team? Remember, job searching happens internally just as much as it does externally as well. What do you love about your role or your company that you'd want to replicate in what you do next? What are some of the values that you hold that you need to see in your next company? And what are some non-negotiables? So if you haven't done that work yet, start there because that will help you identify where you want to go next. So you may just be feeling stuck. You know, you don't want to keep doing what you're doing today and you're trying to make a change. So first figure out where you want to go. Maybe you've already done that and you're in the middle of the job search and you're just feeling stuck and we'll get to you in a minute. Don't worry. I got you. Okay. So you've done the self-reflection. You're like, this is what I like to do. This is what I don't want to do. This is why I want to make a change. This is the, the root cause of what's putting me in this situation. So now let's figure out what kinds of roles and companies and industries to tackle. This is a lot of fun research. Just do some Googling, look on LinkedIn, have some fun with it. There's no pressure. You're not identifying if this is the role for you. Should I apply to it? Just research and have fun. Just explore. So those things, if you haven't done them yet, take a few weeks to start doing that. The other thing that you can do in those first few weeks is really making a list of all your transferable skills or the skills maybe you don't know yet and you need to learn. And so start to create those lists, start to identify what those are. And as you're out there looking and doing some of this research, start to see where the, some of those things overlap. Look at job descriptions that you're considering or background of people that have that role today or keywords that tend to come up in the way companies talk about their culture or things that are important to them. How does that overlap with the skills that you have or where there's some, some gaps? Because with those gaps, you can, is even while you're looking for jobs, maybe take a course, maybe get a certification, maybe get exposure to some of that. Um, I'm working with someone right now who's does financial modeling and she needs to think about how the industry she's targeting think about financial modeling differently than what she's did in the past. So she's honestly just going online and learning about different metrics that those companies care about and practicing doing that modeling. So she can say, this was such of interest to me that I've started to do some self-learning so I can more easily ramp up and join your team. So again, think about those sort of things for the next few weeks. If you haven't already, if you have, you can jump in where I'm about to start next. But the reason why I keep mentioning the timeline is a, don't get into analysis paralysis, like time box some of the things you're doing. Cause again, otherwise it'll be six from now, six months from now, and you're still doing the same thing. But also, cause I want to show you, this is all possible to hit some January goals and have a new job in January. 
So take a few weeks to figure out where you're going. If you already know, jump back in here. Start talking to people. I can't emphasize that enough. Reach out to people in your network, people who you used to work with, friends, family, cousins, neighbors, people you go to church or synagogue with, or where if you, if you do anything religious, like parents that you know through your kid's school, whoever, wherever, talk to people. And you may go, I know, but I don't know any product managers or I don't know any accountants. It doesn't matter. I don't know anybody that's in e-commerce. I don't know anyone that's in healthcare or tech. Doesn't matter because you don't know who they know. You don't know who, what might spark for them and say, oh, you should talk to such and such. My, you know, you may be talking to your neighbor at some Halloween party in a couple of weeks and their cousin works for some really cool company. Or you might be at a wedding this weekend. And as you're talking about how you know the people in the wedding party, maybe something sparks through that and they know somebody or they themselves do something. So you just never know. Talk to the people. You got to practice telling your story. And I don't mean the ask, right? Because at first you're just talking to people. You're just learning. You're just sharing your stories, your experiences, what you're trying to do. Let the world know where you're heading, not necessarily where you've been. Think about the power of saying, instead of saying, I'm an accountant, period. You could say, I'm actually looking to moving into sales. I've been in accounting for the last few years. I've worked so much with the sales team and I'm really interested to get more out into the front lines and really talk to customers and and really help sell products. The period at the end of I'm an accountant limits you and will people will hear, oh, that's what they do. Versus if you say, oh, I'm looking to get into sales, they immediately start thinking of you as a salesperson. And that branding of where you want to go is so key. And by the way, if you don't know, that's okay too. Because what your answer could be, oh, I'm actually really trying to figure out what I want to do. I love project management. I love talking to people. I love helping people with their careers. I help, I love blah, blah, blah. And so I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. Again, if you say, well, I'm an accountant, but I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next. They hear the accountant piece, not the what I want to do next. And you don't have to worry about titles or roles or whatever. Just talk about the things that you like to do or the things that you think you're interested in or the things that you're learning about. So those are some of the things that can really also help with the branding piece so that people think of you in this new way. And by the way, it also helps you think about yourself in the new way too, which can be huge. The confidence exudes from you. You manifest it. You put it out into the world, not to get all woo-woo, but if you believe it, others will believe it too. And as you tell your story more and more, it's also great practice for the interviews as they start coming in. It's a numbers game. So get out there, apply to any job that looks interesting. Do not overqualify yourself. Do not, or underqualify yourself. Do not say, oh, well, I don't have all the bullets. It doesn't matter. Do you have half of them? Great. Do you have the top two? Perfect. That's probably what they care about. So get out there and just start applying to those jobs. It will, it's a muscle. You got to build the practice of doing it over and over again. That will then lead to some interviews. Yeah. Some other jobs may not be right for you because you don't think they're right for you or they don't. That's okay. The right one will come along, but that practice and getting into that rhythm of applying and interviewing is so key. And like I said, it's a numbers game. Think of a funnel, right? Like the more you apply, the more interviews you get, the more you'll get to final stage. Because when you get that offer for that new job, and I know you know this, it feels amazing and you feel so much relief and your energy goes up and it affects all areas of your life. So I know conceptually you want that new job and you want to change something in your career, 
But when it actually happens, it's so special. So it's worth it when you go through all of these steps to get to this moment. And by the way, did you notice what I did there? I just walked you through the unstuck method that we use in our coaching because you can start it today with 10 weeks left in 2022 and still get to that new job. Especially if you know the kind of roles that you want to target, you got this. You still have plenty of time to do it. And if you're still trying to figure it out, that's fine. Because guess what? The next spike of hiring is going to be in January. So if you take the next two months to figure out what you actually want to do and start building some of those relationships, that means you can hit the ground running in January and really take off your job search. So either way, you're good. You can find the new job you're looking for around the new year and really be excited in 2023. And that's exactly how we work with folks. Dan and I will work with you depending on where you are in your search. Don't let the calendar scare you. You've got plenty of time to figure this out. Don't let something like that hold you back. Oh, it's too late in the year. No, start today. It's okay. So if you know where you're headed and you just need help with the job search, we have a two-month engagement where you work with Dan to nail that search. Two months. That gets you to mid-December. You got it. Piece of cake. I know. I'm smiling. For those of you listening versus watching, I'm smiling. I know piece of cake is like way too simple of a way to describe it. My point is you can do this. Plenty of our people do this. You got this. And if you do need some help figuring out what you want to do first, that's okay too. We have a deeper engagement that's four to six months, depending on your timeline. And it first starts with you and I working together to figure out how to really nail that job and really figure out what you want to do. And then you work with Dan on the job search itself. So you get two partners working with you for the full period to help you land the new job in the new year at this point. And if you aren't sure if you even want to leave or how to get through your performance review first and then kind of see what came of that, did you get the promotion? Did you get the raise you were hoping for? We got you there too. We have a whole episode on that coming up. And I love helping people broaden their career goals and making their current company a great place for you again. Because look, I get it. Maybe you've been there for a while. Maybe you're feeling a little stale, but your current company can do so much for you if you give them the chance, if it's the right place for you. I felt that way. I, in previous companies, have had interviews because I thought I wanted to make a change. And that really actually helped open my eyes to what I really needed out of my current company. So it's all possible. It's about finding the right role, the right company, the right everything for you to shine your brightest, whether that's where you are today or making a change. And again, the point of all of this is you just have to start, but you don't have to start alone. We've got you. It's about taking that first step saying, this was a goal I had. This is a goal I'm going to achieve. And I just need a partner to help me. So this whole season It's going to be focused on helping you with your career search and making sure you walk away with actionable steps each week. And of course, we'll have some fun along the way, especially when Dan gets involved in these episodes. He and I can talk about this stuff for hours. I mean, that's kind of what we do sometimes when we talk to each other off camera and just are chit-chatting. So actionable steps, right? So what's step number one? Commit to decide if you're going to make a move and what your ideal timeline is and where you are in that journey. So are you going to make a move? Why do you want to make that move? When do you want to make that move? And what do you need to do to actually start? Do you need to do some reflection? Do you need to get through your performance review? Do you know what you want to do and you just got to hit the ground running? Are you stuck and you need some help to get through it? And then give me a shout and we can talk through a plan that's right for you. 
I offer free 30-minute calls to help people identify where and why they're feeling stuck and what that path forward looks like. So let's connect and then listen to this podcast every week for the rest of this year. Season five is all about helping you with your career search. And next week, we will be back to talk more about how to identify the right company for you. So we started this episode thinking about companies that are doing well during these economic times, companies that may not be doing well. What do you need out of a company? So we're going to talk about exactly that. What's the right company for you? How do you know if they're stable? How do you know if the culture reflects your values? How do you know if that's a company that you should be talking to? And until then, remember, you are amazing and you deserve to shine your brightest at work and in life. Thank you so much for listening to the Shine at Work podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Leaving a review just takes a few minutes and truly helps other people find this podcast, which is why we do this podcast to help others. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them transform their careers and shine brightly in their lives, let's connect. We work with amazing humans one-on-one to help make a career change, go for that promotion, set career goals, and just build a plan for success for a job. Whether you're newer in the workforce, coming back after a break to focus on family, you've been in your job or your career for years, or maybe you're taking a step into management, we can help you. You can email me directly at karen at karendweeks.com or message me on Instagram at kdwcoaching underscore careers, or find me on LinkedIn, just Karen D. Weeks. Finally, we always have to give a shout out to the amazing Astronaut Go Home for our music and the people I don't know how it would live without, Novice Studios, for making the podcast come to life. Until next time, remember that you can and deserve to shine at work.